Welcome to the Leverage to Scale show. I'm Amber Vilhauer, founder and CEO of LeverageToScale.com, brought to you by NGNG Enterprises, standing for No Guts, No Glory. We work with purpose-driven business owners to develop their online platform and scale their influence. We believe that you have the opportunity to positively change the world one relationship at a time. Stick around to the end of the show in about 20 minutes and I'll reveal how you can be our next guest on one of the fastest growing marketing podcasts. Let's go. So today I'm joined by David Pere of Military to Millionaire. David, welcome. How are you tonight? Liz, thank you so much for having me. I am I'm wonderful. It's sunny San Diego. I'm happy. Man, you can't go wrong with San Diego. I love it there. No, it's a wonderful place. Absolutely. <laughs> so tell me a little bit about what you do at Military to Millionaire. Yeah, so I'm an active duty Marine. I have been for, uh, by the time this airs, 12 weeks or 12 years, not 12 weeks. 12 weeks. And, so I was uh, like, oh, yeah. basic, so, here we go. <laughs> I know, right? Not even. Um, so I've spent time all over the place, right? Like I've been stationed in Japan. I've been stationed in, uh, well, San Diego, Missouri, Hawaii, San Diego again, uh, been to a whole bunch of other countries, deployment, and all that other good stuff. Kind of done a lot, run the gauntlet as a logistics guy. Mm. And in 2015, someone handed me the book, Rich Dad, Poor Dad. I got into real estate and I bought a pretty decent amount of real estate. And then about two and a half years ago, I just kind of started blogging about what I was doing. It was just a, mm. like, oh yeah, hey, I'm in the military and I'm going to be a millionaire. This is kind of a catchy name, which I didn't even come up with. And it I hesitate to use the word exploded, but uh, has since replaced my income and I'm exiting the military next year to go in the reserves. So it's done well. Nice. Um, Congratulations. Yeah, so that's, I guess that's the long story short. Yeah. So tell me a, bit, a little bit about your why. Why did you uh, get started into this? Well, the real estate was selfish. I wanted to have money so I could not work and spend time with family, friends, and travel, right? Mm -hmm. uh, the community has been much more of a, I made a ton of mistakes that cost me a lot of money, especially if you mm -hmm. look at opportunity cost and what it, where I would be right now had I known differently. And I see service members making the same mistake. And I realized that I can be that voice that tries to align and say, look, I've been there. I've done that. I did the cars and the Harleys and the, the, you know, expensive dates with people that weren't worth taking on dates and the tattoos <laughs> and the, you know, all the, all the dumb stuff, right. The alcohol, mm -hmm. the whatever. Um, but now I know better and there's a way to still enjoy yourself and still enjoy life with much better financial, you know, uh, knowledge and whatnot. So yeah, I just kind of started helping people out with learning how to buy houses and, how to get mainly real estate, but also entrepreneurial stuff and, and personal finance stuff and just helping service members, vets, and, and really anyone because most of what I talk about is applicable to anyone outside of like some VA benefit stuff. Uh, learn how to obtain financial freedom. Oh, I like that. I like that. So tell me, how long have you been doing um, this piece of it then? About two, two and a half years. Okay. Okay. Excellent. So tell me a little bit about the hard moments, mistake that you've made, learning moment that you've taken with you on the road now. Yeah. So the real estate road has been, uh, I've, I've definitely, if I was to sum it all up, so I, I have, um, I've ended up in a lawsuit. I'm still in said lawsuit where I'm trying to get my money back out of a deal because mm. seller didn't obtain, uphold his end of the contract and it, well, COVID pushed the court date and yada, yada. Right. So 
22 months in and we're oh. hoping November is the exit. Um, oh. And then I've also lost, I had a flip that went super south and I lost like $30,000. And, and both of those can ultimately be summed up as I could have done a better job managing my contractor, managing my uh, property manager, managing the pieces of the puzzle as opposed to just being trusting. I I had great people, but great people can still, there, there are still things that can go wrong when you're not closely watching. And I didn't supervise like I could have or should have. Mm-hmm. Um, now, now, both those situations, one of them has completely resolved itself. One of them will very shortly. And ultimately, it's just a tuition, you know, speed bump in the in the road to <laughs> whatever, right? Like it happens. If you get into any big investing game and, and don't expect to take up a couple punches, you, you have unrealistic expectations. On the business side, I think the biggest mistakes have been one, the limiting belief. Uh, my biggest mm-hmm. limiting belief is imposter syndrome. A whole lot of well, nobody wants to hear me talk about that. Well, who who am I to teach this? Why would anyone want to listen to me on a podcast? Why would anyone want to join a mastermind group with me? Why should, what makes me qualified to do this? And time and time again, every time I come up to a growth zone or, or opportunity, that is the piece that holds me back. Uh, mm-hmm. Prime example, I we host a mastermind group. And for six months, I had been debating starting this mastermind group and talking myself out of it. And the only reason it exists right now is because my buddy Stu was like, hey, I have this great idea. We should start a mastermind group together. And I was like, yes. And yes. That, <laughs> that gave me, like mentally gave me permission to do this. And now we've mm-hmm. got 55, 60 members and, and growing very, very fast and rave reviews. And you know, the answer was, was that I'm me and that's good enough. And I need to own that. So that's been my biggest struggle is just the mental piece, aside from the fact that I am active duty and have no time. So right, uh, (laughs) that that tangible piece too, but. Yeah, I think most entrepreneurs can identify with uh, imposter syndrome, right? Like, what do I have to add to this conversation, whichever conversation it is? And so I think that's, you know, something that's very relatable. It's interesting that your your friend came to you and that was kind of like the motivating factor to be like, yes, that's what pushed you past it. Um, in other situations, what are some ways that you've pushed past that to accomplish your goals? I think I think that having like baby steps. So I, I'm very much a, uh, you know, there's some guys, they, they joke about like building the parachute on the way down. Um, <laughs> I'll, I'll jump out of the airplane without having the materials for the parachute and figure it out. Um, <laughs> nice. Probably to my detriment quite often, but I think that's kind of been it is once, once I've realized at least a little bit no matter how uncomfortable I am with it, I can just say, well, look, like what's the worst can, that can happen? Um, mm. And so I've been able to jump out of that. I mean, but a lot of it has really just been surrounding myself with the right people. For for example, the podcast, I was talking mm. myself out of starting a podcast and a really you know smart guy who hosts a podcast that's a friend of mine was like, dude, like all you have to do is take your YouTube interviews and pull the audio, like right. stop, you know, <laughs> stop making excuses and do it. Um, and now, you know, a hundred episodes later, it, it worked. And so a lot of it, I think has just been being around the right people, mm. which is, which is great, but it's also kind of disheartening to think that I haven't cracked the code for getting myself past that yet. <laughs> so I, I recognize it now, which means that I can tell myself like, 
quit being a bitch, just go. But <laughs> still, it's still always going to be there, I think. Yeah, I don't know that you haven't cracked the code, though, right? They say that your income is, you know, within a certain percentage of your closest, you know, 10 friends or whatever that saying is. And I mean, truly, your level of performance then has to follow suit at some level, right? So that is, you know, quite possibly a really good key to tell people, like, part of it is surrounding yourself with other people who are doing what you want to do. Yeah, that's a good point. And one of my favorite quotes about networking is that, um, you know, you'll, you'll never find somebody who's further down the path telling mm. you not to try something. I mean, right. maybe, maybe they'll give you guidance, but they're not going to tell you like, Oh no, sit down. Don't do that. You might get hurt. <laughs> um, so if you surround yourself with people who are further down the road than you, and you take advice from people who are where you want to be yeah. in the long run, you can't lose. Yeah. I find a lot in our entrepreneurial circles that we run into that um, a lot of people that you in maybe a more traditional corporate setting would view as competition tend to be people who just really want you want to see you do well and are willing to like reach back and help you get there too. you know, kind of that uh, philosophy where we can make the pie bigger. It's not that you're going to try and take a piece of my pie. And I, I really enjoy that about our entrepreneurial like community. I agree. Yeah. yeah. Well, so tell me what's new and what's fun that you're currently working on. Well, I think my my biggest thing that I'm currently working on is I've realized that probably the biggest component of my business. So I, so I have for the longest time just been free content, right? Like a blog, a Facebook group, Instagram, whatever. Like, look at me. This is what I'm doing. Um, which is great, you know, and there's the idea of courses and stuff, but I don't really like the idea of saying, Hey, give me some money so you can learn something. That's not really my style. I'd prefer services and genuinely just like, like, especially if you can offer a service that doesn't cost my clients anything. And so for me, the biggest piece of my pie lately has been just building a really incredible network of VA specific lenders, but also lenders in general and real estate agents and being able to say like, look, Hey, you want to buy houses, I'll connect you to the right people that, you know, will actually help you actually know what they're doing. will actually go to bat and negotiate for you. And then because I'm licensed, I can get a small piece of the agent's uh, referral commission, but it doesn't charge the buyer a penny because you don't pay a commission when you buy a house. So it's like the win, win, win. Right. Um, And so that's, that's probably been the biggest thing that I've been working on because with my limited time constraints and, and active duty. I can't go, I can't go to speaking gigs that I would want to, not that they exist anymore, but um, there's a lot of <laughs> limitations. A lot of virtuals. To, yep. <laughs> th- th- I've done several of those. Yeah. But, but there's a lot of limitations to what I can do due to mm-hmm. s- still working during the day yep. and, and everything. Um, but I've been able to make do through building uh, that and other networking stuff. So uh, a lot of my you know, biggest working pieces are trying to figure out how many virtual assistants I can hire to produce more and more and more and more content while just building the network on the side Mm. is where my superpower lies. That's awesome. Um, And what about three to five years from now? Where would you like for this to go? I mean, you said next year you're going to be able to go to reserves. So, Um, well, so Obviously, there's a piece that the real estate, I want that empire to grow and, and continue mm. to be bigger for my investors. The network in general, I'm uh, writing a book. It's at an editor right now. I'm, I've got another book planned already. And so I ultimately want the community to just grow to be a place where people can come and learn and, and whatever. And we can help, you know, 
ultimately a thousand to ten thousand. You know, the number will grow exponentially as I obtain goals, but more and more people yeah. reach financial freedom. And I want to just you know do some speaking. Uh, we've got a we had a veterans event, our first veterans real estate investor event this summer. Obviously, it was virtual, but next summer it's going to be live and knock on wood. And yeah. <laughs> uh, and so I want to do I want to do some of those big events and and just go around and help. Uh, really, I want. I, I basically just want to get to a point where I can do whatever I want, and income's not yeah. the problem. And I can just travel and reach more people and help them get out of their own way with finances. Because more often than that, not that's what it is. We're just in our own way. Hmm. Well, how can our community jump on board and support you? I think the easiest way is just word of mouth. If you know some service members that might be worth jumping into the community, you know, mm-hmm. uh, Military Millionaire Group on Facebook, Instagram, whatever. Uh, we have, I mean, we have some great resources, some incredible stuff on, on YouTube. I've got all kinds of free courses on YouTube as far as like VA loan and stuff. Um, mm-hmm. But they can get hooked up with all of that just by joining the Facebook group. And then from there, plugged into all kinds of awesome stuff that's free. And, you know, I'm pretty honest, probably to a fault. I'm probably too transparent about things, which I like, but you know, it is what it is. So, yeah. Well, David, thank you so much for your service and thank you for joining me today. I really appreciate it. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. much for listening to the Leverage to Scale show. If you are a purpose-driven business owner or professional who would like to have a global impact by being interviewed on our show, please visit leveragetoscale.com forward slash guest. Now, if you got something out of this interview, would you do me a favor and share this episode on social media? Just do a quick screenshot with your phone and text it to a friend or post it on your favorite social network. If you do that, just be sure to tag us with a hashtag leverage to scale. Each month, we scour Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, and pick one winner from each platform. What do you win? We are going to promote you and your business to all of our social media fans totally free. Next, if you thought this was a valuable use of your time, please support the show and give us a thumbs up or a rating and review. We promise to read it all and take action. I believe that every person has a message that can positively impact the world. Your feedback helps us fulfill that mission. And while you're at it, hit that subscribe button. My name is Amber Vilhauer, and I thank you so much for your time. Let's connect on your favorite social channels. Thanks for listening. Thank you for being a part of the No Guts, No Glory movement.